Good afternoon, Dip Nation. My name's Dave. Welcome to the Too Much Dip Podcast. It's Monday. We're going to do some podcasting here. We're going to have some fun here. We're going to do some banter, some joking. It's going to be great. Let me start by introducing our guest in Madison. Co-host of the show. You know him very well. His name's KJ Ellis. Hi, KJ. I'm here without you, baby. But I can't remember the rest of the song. I don't know the significance of that, but yeah. I don't know. Uh, Listening to that Cole Campbell right beforehand, I feel like I've got to punctuate every sentence with baby. Like somewhere between Coach O and Cole Campbell. Like those two gentlemen know how to finish a good Why sentence. Why haven't baby. you uh, played that clip on on this yet? Why don't you just go ahead and let it rip, one of y'all, whoever has that. Here, I, I can play that referenced clip. Uh, the reason being, I was doing a little refresh, so I won't show everything uh, that the fee, the people at home uh, listening should check us out on youtube.com slash too much dip on Thursday night at 630. Uh, we'll see if I release this one then. I'm booming and I'm booming and these baddies love how I'm moving baby hell yeah the confidence i think the only person that likes cole campbell more than dylan and micah it's kj i'm moving (laughs) and i'm grooving come on (laughs) he's the original entertainer he's given us like at least five like usable sound bites for this podcast he's been a big part of the show big up to this point he's he's basically a fourth co-host well kj i just wanted to say should we try to get him on a live stream no. No. That would go very poorly. <laughs> Probably not a great idea. I'll tell you what's a great idea. Having Dylan Shivery here. Oh, wow. Thanks, Dave. I'm at, I just imagine him being on. Like, What would we talk to him about? Like baddies and coffee? and Yeah. I mean, that, then... that is what it would be like. Yeah, <laughs> That's pretty Probably much. not a lot of hard-hitting sports. I, but... to, I, do, I love to talk baddies with Cole Campbell for just a couple hours. You could pick his brain. Yeah. He's much better at baddies than I am. Trade stories. Sure. sure. Uh, but thanks for the introduction, Dave. Um, I am extremely happy to be here. The vibes are right. You know, I think I know somebody else who's extremely happy to be here because this person has been champing at the bit to get some sports takes off. It's big game Brett Merriman of Cold Stove fame and Melon fame. Thank you, Dave, for the intro. Uh, happy to be here. Thanks for having me on to talk a little college football. Just, Just... College football, I'll dip out after that, no pun intended. Ha! Um, but uh, happy to be here. A lot, lot of college football on, on on Saturday. Attended my first UT game, famously a college who plays football. Yeah, that's and, right. Uh, that's what they are. I'm just, just excited to be here, talk some football. And hockey season, which is now officially upon us. Shouts to your 2-0 Dallas Stars. First place Dallas Stars. What about my Knights? Not going as well. Well, what's their record? I don't know. They they're won not, the first. They're not, uh, not undefeated. <laughs> we just know it's not going as well. Whatever. The Knights are currently. Oh, they're three and zero. Excuse me. I apologize. <laughs> this fucking guy. Also, and you host a <laughs> frauds a hockey pod, huh? I do. I, I don't pay as much attention to the uh, the Western Conference yet, except the Oilers are off to you a. Need a uh, you need to start paying attention, man. They're doing some big things out, out there over there in Vegas. Yes, Salpe is out there doing his thing. Dave knows. <laughs> How'd Micah do on the live stream? Oh, you're looking at me. Um, I mean, whoever wants to answer. Uh, Micah did he did great, man. Did he go off? Uh, he was fairly subdued for Micah. He did plug himself about 16 times, but 
on camera? Y'all got that on video. <laughs> yeah, we did. Disgusting. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, you know, it's probably probably because up until that point, I mean, we had a uh, a four and one Cowboys team mm -hmm. with a coaching staff that was uh, doing a pretty good job. So he didn't have anybody to steam on. Unless he, why did he go off on like Mizzou football? Their ass. Yeah, they stink. I don't know. Uh, he went off briefly on, I guess we talked a little Dan Snyder. So he did agree that both Jerry Jones and Dan, Snyder's were, Dan Snyder were pieces of shit. So, and okay. those two can't change for the record. I think we posted that clip to the Too Much Dip social accounts, which you can follow. Go to the Twitter, at Too Much Dip on Twitter, at Too Much Dip on Instagram. It might be at Too Much Dip Podcast. I don't really know. I should probably check that and put it in here in the copy, but you can find it. We're the ones with the nacho. We're the only Too Much Dip that has uh, Dippy as our mascot. Is it as a nacho or is it a chip that's been dipped in queso? I was looking at Brett, and since we did so much flaccid nacho talk, I said nacho, but it's actually just a chip dipped in queso, not necessarily a nacho. So thank you for correcting me. That was, that was incorrect. We are famously not the only... Logo on Spotify, though, where the chip is being dipped in queso. Correct. Whoa. There's a copyright. It's breaking news to me. That I'm sure we could win very easily. Yeah. A, um, uh, a young hip-hop artist uh, just kind of commandeered our logo <laughs> verbatim. Not even a derivative piece. Just took no. it. Just control, save as, or whatever. A move so audacious, I just have to respect it and let him do his thing. Randy thinks it's really funny. Are you looking at it? We will not be pressing charges, apparently. We'll see about it. I'd like his uh, explanation as to why our queso has cool ranch sprinkles on it and not the chip. But maybe he knows and we don't. I don't know. It's That's interesting. Tell, KJ. It's interesting. I think we only go after that guy if his uh, music really takes off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should have him as a guest picker. Just not... <laughs> Just be like, hey, man, you want to hop on, pick some games? At and the not... end of it, it's like, by the way, man. By the way, we, we know what you did. What the hell's your problem? Why'd you do that, man? <laughs> anyway. Good stuff, man. We're going to do a lot today. Surprisingly, Brett is not on to talk hockey, unless he really wants to. Well, there's just, you don't know a lot yet. It's early. It is early. It's just exciting that the season is here. Please listen to Cold Stove Podcast, a Wash Media podcast on this very network that uh, myself and NRD... NHL Rumors Daily, we break down the latest and greatest in hockey, uh, news, notes, speculation, rumors, you know, the whole nine. I look forward to your pretenders list. My hockey one? Your hockey pretenders. Oh, I thought you were re referencing my, my infamous football one. No, no, we're going to get to that very okay, shortly. Okay, sure. But hockey, yeah. Cult of Podcast. KJ's a big fan. Listens all the time. Huge. NRD guy. Mm -hmm. Why have y'all not had KJ on yet? Well, the Milwaukee Admirals are not an NHL team, so... If I do have an AHL-adjacent podcast, KJ will be the guy for it. Let me know when we're frozen for time. I'll, I'll give you ground floor uh, inf info on uh, one of NCAA the nation's hockey, best college Northeastern, top hockey 10. programs. Who wants to kick off college football talk? Let's just jump into that Tennessee-Alabama game. You don't want to do Texas-Iowa State? It was a really good game. Oh, uh, we can? <laughs> no, we don't. I'm just kidding. Texas let's, caught the dub. Let's do Tennessee. <clears throat> You guys watched this Tennessee-Alabama game? I did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I got to say, I was on a golf trip, and uh, a buddy of mine acquired something that allows you to... 
it's just like a piece of plastic, but you can put your iPad in it and it mounts to the steering wheel shaft of the golf cart. And you just basically have a screen that's just floating in your cart. That's sick. It was real sick. We're just watching football, playing, playing, uh, playing golf. You guys were living out there. It was, it was pretty solid, pretty good uh, signal for East Texas. 101 total points scored in that game, non-overtime. 101 points. Pretty wild. That's a, that's a, big, a big tally for uh, an SEC game. Hendon Hooker is the real deal. Brett, was uh, Tennessee on your fraud list? What was your list? No, Tennessee was very much on the might-be-really-good list, and they have, as I mentioned today, graduated to the are-really-good list, along with the Michigan Wolverines. Okay. But no, Tennessee was was an original member of that list, along with Ole Miss, who is still on it, as they have not beaten anybody of substance yet. Mm. That changes if they beat LSU and A&M the next couple weeks. They're up. They're up on the list. I was saying earlier, I fuck with the Tennessee vibe pretty heavy. <clears throat> I like the creamsicle orange. I mean, minus the Clay Travis affiliation, of course, which brings them down a couple notches. Uh, their stadium is phenomenal. Nalen. Uh, Nealon. Nalen. Nealon. I don't really say know. It? I don't know. I've only ever read it, to be honest with you. I even like their checkerboard end zone. I wish. They extended all the way to the end zone line. I think we talked about that the other day. Yeah. Are you sure um, it's creamsicle, though? No. I, not That wasn't a colorblind joke. That was, uh, I think it's more Kraft mac and cheese powder that has not been mixed in the, the noodles yet. I don't know, man. Their hound dog they have, Smokey, I believe his name is. Dope. I just, I like their vibe, man. I don't know. It's a it's a, a non-threatening uh, football program overall. I mean, having a great year, obviously, but, you know, on the whole... Yeah, well, and and the Peyton. University of Texas jacked their entire thing. So, did they? Because, <laughs> no, I don't know. Because the 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 state starts with the same letter. Is that why? correct? Yes, okay. that's what they'll tell in the you, orange at least. Yeah. The original UT. Uh, yeah, they're both UT, technically speaking. Yeah, I, I I fuck with Tennessee a little bit. Give me the rundown on the uh, on the field rush. What happened there? Did it not go well? I noticed here in the copy it says really bad at rushing the field. Question mark? Uh, so we've had a few examples of this this year. I think we can all agree there was a field rush early this season that set the bar very, very low for a team that should know what the hell they're doing, and that is Texas Tech rushing the field against then 25th-ranked Houston. And I believe we all recall that, he, that Texas Tech was ranked at uh, – not ranked, but favored at the time, right? Correct. Yeah, so – Poor decision to rush the field against Houston, who now has three losses on the season. Uh, Follow that up with App State rushing the field against Troy. I think they fall somewhere in the middle uh, because this was somebody that they were also at home and favored against. But it was a Hail Mary, an electric play to win the game. The only reason I do appreciate it is because you get multiple shots of players like helping fans onto the field. Like their their quarterback Chase Bryce is like giving a hand to like students hopping over the wall onto the field. I appreciate that. Nice touch, if you will. When you've got a stadium that holds one hundred and seven to one hundred and ten thousand students, and you know, uh, whatever uh, attendees, things can go really, really, really well or really, really poorly, and 
I think CBS stuck with this because they were kind of hoping to make sure they had footage of some shit going very wrong. Because we got a lot more live shots of a stadium rush than I think we get in any other scene. And it wasn't just because they were like, oh, this is so majestic. Look at all these people. I think they were expecting like somebody to get fucking gored by a field goal post. Interesting. The move to uh, not only tear down the goalpost, but to then carry it out of the stadium and then down the street is excellent. Um, if if I could be 22, 21 and be in Knoxville that night, just an absolute scene. Uh, do we know where those goalposts ended up? Should have they should have taken it to a frat house or something and you know maybe installed it in the backyard. Always, it always, it's always a frat it house. Always with this comes, guy. It always comes back to the frat. This dude frats. This dude the it. river or something. It, Is that what happened? The, the report was they ended up in the Tennessee River, I believe. Which seems like a poor place for them. And now Tennessee is uh, crowdsourcing a new goalpost fund, which seems weird when they have a billion-dollar endowment. Huh. By the way, when talking about the Tennessee vibe, I should have mentioned Rocky Top. It's a great stadium atmosphere song. Yeah. I'll make make a dirty joke out of this. By the way, Smokey, the hound dog, is a blue-tick coon hound for those at home. A blue-tick coon hound. Awesome dog. Very cool. verified. What? On Twitter. Is he? What does he tweet about? That's a great... You said the blue tick coonhound, so I didn't know he had the blue... Oh, no, no. Yeah, it's actually just the name of the, the dog uh, breed. God. Okay. Yeah. I got well, a question. Are they a really cra- trying to, to get them get people to, to donate for new goalposts? I, yes. They're going to jack up tuition, aren't Is this they? in an official like University of Tennessee thing? Or did some, did some like wise guy like I'm some gonna, wise, I'm gonna yeah, some make, wise guy con man is gonna just yeah, that's, fleece, what, that's what I'm thinking like we're, we're donating to nation. some some dude named like Cliff uh, Cliff or something Cliff what uh, no <laughs> just like I'm just starting to think of like a Tennessee I know name. but like what would his last name be maybe um, <laughs> I don't know Cliff Johnson did you see yeah. here's the tweet from Tennessee football y'all remember how we tore the goalposts down hauled him out of Nayland Stadium and dumped him in the Tennessee River yeah that was awesome anywho. Turns out that in order to play next week's game, we need goalposts on our field. Could y'all help us out? That that's not official. That's not Tennessee football. One, they've got to take every dollar they raise and donate it to something because they can surely afford a couple of goalposts. And by the way, the number that they're asking for, look at that. Goalposts don't cost that much. They've raised almost ninety-four thousand dollars, and it says it's sixty-two percent funded. Goalposts can't cost so that. What they're, they're trying to raise 150 grand. There's no yeah, way each goalpost is 75 grand. You got to think with the chip shortage. <laughs> what do you think, KJ? I think it's absurd. Uh, although I don't know what the demand is like in the market for field goalposts, especially like SEC level. Uh, I got I, a guy. I would hope that they would. Uh, just call it where it is and bring in one of those badass arena field goal posts that don't have the bottom bar. They just hang from the net. Mm, there you go. Uh, <laughs> that way you can never tear it down. Uh, my last thought on tearing down the field goal posts. Hats off to Texas Tech. Um, they have the equivalent of the breakaway goal you know, built for this shit. They automatically lower their field goal posts so you can't do this shit. The only reason that I can see being up in arms about tearing down field goal posts. I guess there's two. One, the inherent injury risk. Uh, Those are big motherfuckers and like 20 yards out. Somebody who's not paying attention to the 40 people tearing it down might have that son of a bitch land on their head. There's some risk there. Uh, But 
you do see the network's camera right in the middle of the field goal post. And it's there, like, as it's getting torn down. And I'm like, not to be that guy, but that's like a $100,000 camera. Like, if there's any cost <laughs> to be recovered, that camera's kind of a pain in the ass. Like, you're, you're speaking that's the Randy's one thing language. That's got to go. Like, that was the one. Like, we all enjoy that shot. At least let them get the camera back and then, you know, carry on with everything else. Uh, did y'all see any scenes of the people riding on the on the field goal post? Y'all have oh, any yeah. opinions on people riding on it versus the ones who just carry or pass it along? Yes. Yeah, I would be a carrier. I'm not I'm not gonna hop on that thing. Oh, I'm throwing your ass Agreed. up there. You're riding it. You want me to broad that motherfucker? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Well. I you know, I think you get one photo and you get down. I just can't get past I, someone's going to like lose their job so they can buy new goalposts. Like, and it's just, I found a website like, they're where they're losing can, HR. You can request a, uh, a quote on some goalposts. So what I'm going to, I'm going to get back to you guys. Okay. Follow, you want to follow up on that one? Yeah. It's going to, it might take a bit. Okay. Brett, who are you steaming right. on? Do you want to do your segment that you wanted to do steaming or creaming? Steam? Oh, sure. I'll steam <laughs> on the Penn state Nittany lions. Did you, what? Brett wanted to do a segment. He told me this before the no, show. No, this was Dave said, hey, what do you think about steaming or creaming? And I said, Sh- I said, sure, I'll be the, the guinea pig. But that was his idea. No, he told me that at a dinner. At, a, at dinner? When did we do dinner this week? <laughs> a while back. Okay, who are you steaming on? Penn State, fraud. They were on the oh. might be really good list until they got whacked. Uh, in the friends, our for friend Will DeFreeze mentioned they got butt fucked. Wow, I don't think he wanted that red on air. Jeez. I, I'm just saying, they, they did Wait, not what go did he well say in the again? second half. That is such. The, why is, is that the most aggressive way to say it? What did he say again? Yeah, he said they got, they got butt fucked. All right, at least say boo foo. <laughs> BF'd, maybe. Jeez. Uh, shouts to Will for his first and only, like, Midday college football tweet or like tweet uh, group text of the year. Maybe we've had one other about UT while he was at a game, but I didn't know that's how the second half had gone. When I'd last checked in on the Michigan game, it was fairly close. So getting breaking Same. news from one will to freeze on that game was quite nice. <laughs> well, especially on a day where his crimson tide took that L like for him mm. to stay dialed <laughs> again, my frauds list Clemson, Alabama, Penn State and USC. Fraud, fraud, I mean, fraud. It's easy to pick teams who just lost, that, right? Alabama little, was on it last week. Little as convenient. was Clemson. Little Penn, convenient. Penn State is the new addition. Michigan uh, has been switched out of the potential fraud. Li- excuse me, Georgia. Out okay. of the frauds on might be really good watch. Like oh, I said, okay. Michigan and Tennessee <laughs> have both graduated to are really good. Defending Natty champions are on uh, might be really good. Well, that's a, a step up from last week when his, they were on the frauds. His really good teams are all undefeated, by the way. But, I, I, we know Ohio. We know Ohio <laughs> State is good. I think Ohio uh, State's good. I they're, already, think, uh, they're, they're in the really good category. I'm, this is, this is by like the, way, the, the watch category. Most boring Heisman race of all time. C.J. Stroud is just walking away with it at this point. Is he not? Uh, you could say he's running away with I it. I don't know, man. Have you gone up 35, then at the split gone 35W to Fort Worth? You're saying match duty? Max, KJ, <laughs> have, have you ever seen Sonny Dyke so mad in your life? Yes, his head almost <laughs> exploded. Actually, he's not a piece of shit, but yes, he used to be. Uh, a piece he's... of shit. <laughs> what, there was, uh, what was a, a penalty? Or the ref, the ref wouldn't get out of the way of the snap. He was like waiting for somebody to sub, and the play flag went down to zero. And Sonny Dyke had a conniption fit. 
Yeah, he held the the ref held up the offense because if the offense substitutes, the defense gets a chance to sub as well. Doesn't mean the defense has to do it in a timely fashion. So it becomes kind of a little bit of gamesmanship. Like they don't have a shot clock on that. It's just a safety thing. You have to let the other team also rotate off. If you're rotating on, you can't sneak a wide receiver on and, you know, not allow defense to adjust. And so Oklahoma State was subbing their guy in, but I don't know that they were doing it with the utmost, like, urgency Uh, and or, like, had confirmed. And they also allow him to get set. So it was a cluster. But TCU should know better. You don't substitute if you're against the clock. You just have to deal with it. That's on the coach. What are we thinking about your Horn Frogs? I'm glad that they're doing well. I really am. I think it's tremendous to see what happens when you take, like, I don't know, five or six players off the SMU roster, <laughs> including commits, uh, uh, replicate their entire, so, entire social media <laughs> presence, uh, and, you know, put some real effort behind it. I will honestly and sincerely give them hats off to their social media coordinator. I don't know if any of y'all saw it. I didn't throw it in a group chat yet. But they threw out the most absurd shit post that any college football team has done in quite some time. Uh, I mean, like on a trill ball and level of a shit post uh, about their uh, horn frogs being six and out. It was, it was done quite well. So just a drill tweet. Basically. Okay. A drill tweet. I, I said to, drill, not drill. I need to see this. Um, I'll, I'll share it to the group. Yeah. Uh, everybody was, and people are still high on Okie state except for, I guess, Vegas. Um, we'll get to that in a minute, but I just never thought they were special and I don't think TCU special, but it doesn't surprise me that they lost that game. Although I have to admit, I thought they had the game in hand and I went on about my business doing, I don't know if we were playing golf. I don't know what we were doing at that time, but so I didn't, I didn't see. And then when I saw that TCU came back and won that game, it kind of blew my mind. Yeah, it, um, I didn't watch every single bit of this game. Um, car stuff, driving kids and whatnot, but I was following it quite closely. So, you know, I, I'm, I think your hesitance on Oklahoma state goes back to seeing them and Baylor, um, you know, Baylor at a little bit more of a strength and Oklahoma state, a little bit more strength and you seeing them carry all of that, uh, credit into this season, maybe unnecessarily, uh, Brett, I would like to add UNC to the fraud alert page. Oh, they're, they're, they're long, they're long the teams. fraud. Yes. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> one win they, or they one like, loss team. Yes. They're not a, like, when I, when I say frauds, mine are just on fraud watch until they prove themselves frauds, which is why like Clemson's still on there. Bama, obviously now a one loss team. They're still on fraud watch. When Ole Miss, they come to town, take on the Rebels, and Bama loses. Then, then they're off the list because they're just confirmed. Penn State on the precipice as well. USC loses to a not very good Utah team. They're on the verge. So that's a good Utah team. They're not. They're Florida. decent. The you first game of the Quinn season, did, dog. <laughs> <laughs> they're you they're do. not a they're a good team. I mean, they're not a they're not a top five team by any stretch, but they're they're top twelve ish. I, I, I think. I think. You are, the, the, you are the Pac-12 guy, and I I'll, apologize for going at you over okay. the Conference of Champions, Dave. You know who might be really good, though, and is the final member of that list for myself is UCLA, the fighting Chip Kellys. That's a pretty good story. What I don't you know where you DTR. fall on the Kelly brothers, but 
DRT, Dorian Thompson Robinson, is that what it is? DTR? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Badass name. Are you serious with that stomach? <laughs> that stomach did. That was like no one heard, like, you, you could have kept cool. No one heard it. It went on, on for like three seconds. <laughs> the mic didn't hear it. You sounded like chill out, dude. The dog. Why you gotta call me out like that? Sorry, I was like man. the dog. It was. Yeah, hey, oh, digesting, man. dog. Fuck. Uh, USC should be noted <laughs> in that game. Uh, Blitnikoff winner uh, Jordan Addison went down with a lower body leg oh, injury in that. the third. Really? So, yeah, I mean that's that's the your best playmaker. And that's not good going forward for them. Can I say but. something I'll regret? And I don't feel good about it, but I feel like it needs to be said. It's the point of the show. Regarding Utah in that game, I absolutely love that they took time out of the season and went above and beyond. For those who don't know, Utah's had two straight years of very unfortunate incidents occur away from the team, but to two consecutive two freshmen in consecutive years, both from West Mesquite in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Um, killed in different ways. I want to say one was like at a party. One was some other story. But Gun accident. They've had two then... members. Yeah, car accident, I believe. But it was situations where they were back home visiting friends. Both died. Best friends, like they were 20 and 21. Like they were, it's a terribly sad story. Utah took time out of their like game to like, commemorate the, their loss because it was a big moment for their teams in the last two years. Um, I believe there's some sort of stadium dedication that they added, uh, maybe retiring numbers. I'm not sure. Uh, so I thought that was tremendous. Even the USC players, I think like paid respects between the third and fourth quarter. The helmets. Okay. You got to let the helmet Man. go. Does it give you like, um, what is it? Like airbrush vibes? 1000%, which yeah. might be fitting if you're from West West Mesquite. Like, I can see that being the option what does that selected. Mean? Is, West Mes- is it like an airbrushed town? What? Yeah, I don't understand. I didn't know the story behind it, but I saw the helmets and I was like, this seems like it could be a sensitive subject, so I'm not going to comment on it publicly. Well, one was murdered and the other, I think, accidentally shot himself when handling a firearm, if I'm not mistaken. That is, that is terrible. Still terribly tragic. Well, go ahead, KJ. Again. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything publicly, just on the podcast. I feel like they went above and beyond, and some of the beyond could have been pivoted in a way that was a little less. It, it's it's getting a flower, um, what do you call, arrangement in the shape of the towers. That's what it feels like. Not those towers. This is a wire reference. <laughs> not those towers. Oh, Okay. It's, it's like, who on. did that? I was like, wait a second. I was thought like, you meant Rutgers do that. I thought you meant those towers. <laughs> do, do you hate the red bandana Boston College game too, KJ? Are you out on tribute games for Oh, dead, yes. Uh, I forgot about people? that. Yeah, yeah. That one was a, uh, that's a strong, that's a strong one. I like that it's a little more subtle. They just gave him a pattern. Um, I guess while, while you're um, riffing here, um, you know, we, we're not doing NFL yet, but you know, yesterday they all wore intercept cancer sweatshirts. Mm. Is there anything you want to do with that? KJ's for like when people do the autism awareness cleats. These like the pink em, cleats. Find them. Yep. He's like, uh, we're doing pink cleats now. F- yeah. Raising awareness. Is there not a better yes, way? We... Oh, KJ's no. not afraid to go no. there. No. no, KJ. It was Military it Appreciation Weekend in Ole Miss. KJ, you watched that one by any chance? Or was that? I... 
Armed Forces Bowl, one of the worst presentations of bowl season. Everybody knows it. No. Uh, let's move on. Let's move on here. <laughs> Dude, yeah. All the all the fuego takes. Um, hey, I really kind of <sighs> wish TCU was a little bit more shaky because you could put him on uh Brett could put him on his uh horn fraud list. <laughs> the TCU horn frauds. Right. Am That's I right? Good. See, frogs, see, frogs and good. frauds kind of sound similar. Ooh, right. So you're pretty good. What's it, an antonym? Is that They're what pretty is? good, though. Undefeated, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, Baylor's not have to good. Break this out. Young defense. I, Blake Shapin went out on a wicked targeting, and they lost to West Virginia. Big boy stack completely Ooh, out the window on David. Thursday. It was a tough scene for me. Yikes. Of course, yeah. TCU hasn't faced those uh, Texas Longhorns yet. You guys, these two guys went to the game. They got to see... Just an ugly game. Just bad. Iowa State mucked it up, you know? Matt Campbell over there just fucking losing Dude, his shit. Just, yeah. Stomping he, around like Nick Sirianni. <laughs> he is losing his shit down the sideline, for sure. Sark is a little bit of personality in him, too. Um, You were saying Iowa State is a secret weapon on the sideline, Dylan? Okay, this isn't this isn't from me. This is from – and I thought his source was Dave on it, but he may, he may have said somebody else. <laughs> we, <laughs> don't put this on me. We went with uh, our friend Ben, who – was generous enough to invite us to the game and thank you, Ben. We had a great time. But he said Iowa State's secret on defense is that they have a um they have a, a guy, like a savant type on the sideline. Savant who, type. Who doesn't who doesn't wear a head like, you know, he just He doesn't wear what? He doesn't wear the head the headphones. He doesn't do he doesn't have a clipboard. He just sits on the sideline and he studies the signs coming in from the other the other sideline he's offense. trying to recognize patterns he picked yes and he's like apparently like brilliant at doing this and that's their secret he says like Aren't they like only four in conference at halftime they'll go well they have a great defense they have the best defense in the league oh, okay they do but at halftime they'll go in and he'll go to campbell and be like look this is what this means and i want to tell you what to do when they when they start when they make these calls if there's truth to it i have no idea but there's a, a rumor, maybe a you know a message board thing going on. I don't know what I don't know what's going on here, but it's a fun theory to buy into. He's brilliant, a beautiful mind, maybe. a beautiful mind. Hmm. He just sits over there and dissects your shit, and is like, all right, this is what they're doing. Yeah. Well, then if if that's the case, then they're going. Like, this is that that Xavier Worthy whip route he touchdown. Needs, he's got to get the fuck out of Iowa State. Because I mean, dude, that I mean they <laughs> have not won a what's conference game. With, what's, what's wrong with with Ames? They haven't won a conference game. It ain't nothing good. It's true. They lost to a very average Baylor team. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, Iowa State gets a lot of heat for Matt Campbell. What about Matt Campbell, KJ? It's it's the end of the road for Matt Campbell. It has to be this year. Really? Which is unfortunate. I mean, I don't think he's going to fire, but I guarantee he's going to take another job. I think he sees the writing on the wall. Him and Seth Luttrell at UNT both had windows that are – uh, Latrell's opening his back up as they're a top conference USA, not to tie in random things here, but like both of these coaches were in the 10 names on like coaching carousel talks the last two years, and they're not, they didn't jump at the right time. Doesn't Campbell get like NFL buzz every, if weirdly, Matt Rule like, might have oh, that for everybody next... for a while. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Matt Rule ruined it for a lot of people. Yeah, he's gonna go to the Saban. Rehab program. He seems like the type. We I know we talked about Impatient. it last week. Um, that he's going to make forty million dollars a year for the next what? Not forty million, not a year, but you know, for the next five years. Um, 
But he's he seems like the type where he's just going to go right to Wisconsin, isn't he? Rule? Yeah. No, they'll be going to give Leonard some. Tread. They'll keep Jim Leibert. Yeah. You think? Yeah. He's, he's going to get. He's he, he like the Scott Frost thing. Well, speaking of that, I think he's more of a Wisconsin guy than a Nebraska guy. Wisconsin's definitely a better job than Nebraska. Oh, definitely. Big I just fact. think rules oh, yeah. go. Rules going to go to like Auburn when Har- when Harson gets fired. Okay. If Gary Patterson isn't there, but yeah. GP. Some people are saying, watch out for a coach- coaching controversy in Austin with Gary P. And Sarf. <laughs> well, no yeah, I mean, that. Gary P. held Alabama to however few points it was. It was all his doing. Maybe right? Gary P.'s reading the signals. He's a savant. He might be on Orange Bloods, too. You think? Like, where, I'm, where am I going? There you go. He lives behind Dylan, right? No, that's not Gary P. It's the <laughs> other guy, Pete. <laughs> oh, shouts to Pete. Pete Kowski. <laughs> uh, what else? Ole Miss Auburn, real, real quick. Here we go. Main event. Well, now, now there's seventh in the country. All I'm saying is that you, whenever you play an SEC team, you got it. You get like an early kick, a little sleepy first half. Ole Miss goes up quick. Albert comes back. Albert can run the ball. Tank Bigsby, stud running back. That, that kid's shifty. Uh, what's his name? Ashford moves around. I just want to say Ole Miss didn't cover, but they won. Oh, Ole Miss. Ole Miss didn't cover, but won the game handily. Go into LSU next weekend, which why they didn't make that a night game, I have no idea. Early kick again. So LSU kind of, kind of takes the factor out of it. But my whole point of this rant is that LSU is a favorite, or open as a favorite in that game. And I think that's crazy. Crazy. Yeah, they, they put up a ton of points on Florida and look to be playing better. Anthony Richardson for Florida had like an 80-something yard touchdown run that was absurd um, late in the game. And they, they made it a closer score than what it was. I think it was like 42-21 going into the fourth. Uh, Florida lost by seven, so whatever. Um, I see how people are feeling good about LSU. I don't know that that means they've got the personnel to like be a better team already, but Ole Miss into LSU and then into a and uh, I don't think that proves they're great, but I think it proves they're above the – lower middle of the SEC. They're going to have to be going into Bama 9 and 0 to to have any real buzz and you know, knock on wood that that happens and then it's like okay, where where is this team actually because every other team in the SEC is kind of having a weird like Auburn, LSU, uh even Kentucky now kind of lost their early season luster on it, but we're 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 certainly in we'll see. We'll see. You can't give up like 300 yards to Auburn rushing the ball, though. Because they refuse Cajun to go away from the three-man front on defense. And it's infuriating <laughs> when people run the ball for nine yards of carry and you're just like, stop letting them run up the middle, down your throat. What are you doing? Anyway, that's my old Miss rant. Thank you for having me. KJ, does it surprise you that um, the Texas-Oklahoma State line opened up at was it six? Minus four. Minus four. Texas four-point four favorites. In Stillwater. Has already moved to six. Hold on. Hold on, Dylan. Texas opened as two-and-a-half-point dogs, and now it no. is six-and-a-half. I swear to God. There's no way it's moved. That must have been the line before the week then. There's no way it's moved over eight points. Yeah, maybe that's right, KJ. Maybe that was before the it Iowa might, State maybe game. Maybe it is. Let me, I'm, I'm trying no. to find a would have gone tracker. the other way. Yeah, it would have been before. I'm saying before the TCU game. You know what I mean? Maybe it opened at Texas because minus two and a half, and now it's it six did. and a half. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Either way, okay. I would have. Ex- I would expect Texas to be a dog on the road against a seemingly really good Oklahoma State team. One lost team, um, but they're now six point favorite. Don't don't see that. 
Hmm. Is worthy health like fine? Worthy? Yeah. Yeah. You didn't go down. He went down. Or, oh, I'm sorry. It was Addison. You mentioned went yeah. down. And worthy was before. Texas yeah. had a, yeah, a DB yeah, yeah. go down, but he's he had a sting or something. He's fine. So, I mean, Texas is fully healthy. Got him. I'm a man. I'm there he is. Yes, but it's not like they're coming off of a good. That's I don't know. If Texas had like blown out Iowa yeah. State, maybe. I maybe could see it. They had some really ugly three and out drives. First half was real out. ugly. Their yeah. third down defense is abysmal. They can't get off the field. Mm. Well, speaking of getting off the field, Brett, you got any parting words for the folks? Uh, you excuse me, UCLA, Oregon. Going to tell you a lot about next week. Both of those teams. More Pac-12 gold. And Kansas State at TCU, that line opened at TCU minus four and a half, is now at minus three and a half. Kansas State is getting hammered with money. Ooh. Just saying, keep an eye out on that game. I like it. Also, Syracuse, shouts to the Orange. Ranked for the first time this <laughs> high, and I don't have no idea how long. Undefeated. Good for them. They beat a, a good Purdue t- team a couple weeks ago. Hey, Randy's just seething. But they guy. did. I'm sorry you you had three dumb penalties, but they beat them. Yeah. Take advantage of them. Anyway, thanks for having me, guys. Cold Stove Podcast. Hey, thanks, Brett. Thank you, Brett. Bye. Later. Uh, you know what I do if I'm Brett right now? Go sip a Vizzy or something? Yeah. Oh. I just say, look, I just crushed it on a sports podcast. I'm going to have a Vizzy. To Sally? A Vizzy hard seltzer. You know, because summer's phased out, but do you think that changes the vibes? It doesn't. Not at all. I'm still rocking Vizzy. I know you are. You want something fresh during the season to change? How about this? Maybe go with a variety pack. Maybe go with uh, pineapple orange, peach orange, pomegranate orange. Those are the mimosa flavors. They're they're perfect for daytime sipping. And hey, I had a couple in the morning over the weekend on my golf trip. I was drinking Vizzy's on the course. Did you? I did. No cap? I, I, I would not cap during an ad read. That's not something I do. The variety packs, you got one that's got strawberry, kiwi, blueberry, pomegranate, black cherry, lime, and pineapple, mango. Or maybe this is more your taste. Watermelon, strawberry, raspberry, tangerine, papaya, passion fruit, and blackberry, lemon. Vizzy Hard Seltzer flavors for every vibe. Stock up on Vizzy Hard Seltzer and show some love for the show. Here's how to get yours. Go to VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash wash to find Vizzy near you. That's VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash washed. And to hear first about the latest flavor drops and more, sign up at VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash subscribe. Must be 21 or older. Celebrate responsibly. A Molson Coors Beverage Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Awkward pause there by me. You crushed it, dog. I was I was trying to let KJ do it since he's the local guy. No, you no, you were doing uh, phenomenally. I... Uh... Unsolicited recommendation for those at home with uh, hardwood floors and office chairs. You can find like but those set you. Back. I don't know sub thirty day, sub thirty dollar wheels that are like rollerblade wheels to replace your office chair wheels, like those plastic urethane. ones that'll f up your uh, floor, urethane if you will. And they're dope. Even better, they have wheels that lock individually. What's key here? You got to remember if you like lock one of those randomly to try to stay in the same spot. Cause I've been sitting here during this podcast, like trying to like readjust where I'm sitting and I'm like, fuck rug underneath my wheels is all jumbled up. I'm screwing myself up here. I almost fell out of the chair a second ago. Turns out, nope, just the wheel was locked. So apologies for any distractions there.
and I lost a cookie. But that's You're doing unrelated. great, KJ. You lost a cookie? Yeah, man. KJ know, does man. it all for the cookie. I'm like three straight weeks of like Monkey. grind boy it. shit or being busy up until the moment we start the pod. And I like panic sprint upstairs for like a protein bar or a cookie or last week an ice cream sandwich. And I can't find whatever the hell I went to go grab. So anyways, let's do some NFL. Are you hangry? Do you want us to wait? I'm just, I'm good. I'm just all over the place. Where do we start? Kind of a weird weekend in the uh, National Football League, huh? Weird how? Just a lot of weird, a lot of upsets. Bucks look like ass. Lost to Pittsburgh. They stink, baby. I think I was pretty high on them after they just absolutely dismantled a full-strength Dallas Cowboys team. <laughs> I, think I, I think I may have said on this show that they had the best defense in the league. The Bucks, that is. I've definitely said that about the Cowboys. But and they I don't know what happened. Their offense looks weird. Brady was at Robert Kraft's wedding like Saturday <laughs> night or Friday night or something. Just getting hammered. I don't know if he haunting I don't know. it. He was dancing his shout on the dance floor. Probably. Like electric sliding and shit. Probably doing all that. Maybe. Yeah, um, they stink. <sighs> Uh, can I add to your thought about the NFL being weird just in general? I was looking through the standings. Only three. There's not a team that hasn't won yet. Usually we have like a Lions or Browns, somebody in the league who's just struggling to look for their first win. There are only three teams with one win. Do you know those? I'm sorry. I've got four here. Four teams with one win. Do you know those four teams? Detroit. Or can you guess? Okay. Or who do you think is bad? Is the easiest way to put it. Like oh, Car- worst Carolina, mm. Carolina, Colts, Houston. Oh, nope. Houston. Oh yeah, Houston, Houston Texans, and the Raiders. The Raiders surprisingly a one and four team. Which, I thought, yeah, Josh yeah. McDaniel should he have gotten a second turn or second try. Uh, results are pointing to probably not, although that team is struggling uh, uh, from a depth standpoint. But anyways, the rest of the league, AFC North, tied atop, uh, leaders are tied at 3-3, three and three, the Ravens, the Bengals, AFC South, Tennessee and the Colts, 3-3, three and three, except for the Colts are 3-2-1, and one, so not the same, but whatever. Uh, NFC West, 3-3, three and three, Niners, Rams, and Seahawks. What I'm getting at here is like, there's like a real murky middle of the uh, of the NFL. Only a few teams that are just outright bad. Like the Lions, up until the week before last, had the number one offense in the league, even though they're one and at that time one and three. Uh, and then clearly atop the league, we've got the Bills and or the only undefeated team in the NFL, the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't think the Eagles are in the Bills-Chiefs category. In fact, I'm almost positive they're not, as they almost uh, almost blew a 20-0 lead to uh, backup. That being said, they are good. They might be the best team in the NFC, which um, I, don't, I don't really know who the argument would be. Packers lost yesterday. They've looked Packers really stink. weird. Packers kind of stink. Uh, Rams kind of stink. Rams kind of stink. Other teams stink as well. Boys, who knows what they are um, right now? Yeah, we got to see. Giants Dad get are his five and one. Here. Go ahead, KJ. I said the Giants are five and one. That 
They're that's, a pretender. That's on Brett's fraud list. And just they're adequate. I'm, they're they're a wild. They could if they if they sneak in as a wild card, it wouldn't shock me. But they they're Daniel not Jones is win not winning division. a playoff game. Ooh, these are all good clips that may bite us in the ass. But okay, is Dak Prescott? I have more I have more confidence that Jalen Hurts wins a playoff game than I do Daniel Jones. And I still don't think Jalen Hurts is a very good quarterback. <laughs> I How don't. are you sticking to this? Okay. Given his skill set, he he's really good. Like, he maximizes his ability to the max, which is what maximizes mean, yes. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't throw a pass that's more than seven yards downfield. He runs the offense okay. very well. I think they cater the offense to him. Um, he has... Really good playmakers on that team, and he gets the ball to him. He does a good job of doing that. Isn't that a but good quarterback? He doesn't. His he's he's just he's limited in what he can do with the football. He's not a great passer of the football. He'll distribute it around the line of scrimmage, and he'll, his guys will make plays. But if you need him to make a, a you know a third and nine in a in a key part of the game, he's not going to be able to do it. He doesn't throw the ball downfield very well at all, which is why he never does it in the game. Interesting. I I'm impressed by him. Um, I don't think he's like again. I don't think the Eagles in general are in that like elite class. But their defense is really good. Their secondary is like pretty nasty. Their O line for the most part is good. So he has a lot of things that benefit him. And I think this is the first year. What year does Sirianni get there? Two years ago. This is like the first year I think they're kind of catering the offense to him. Like kind of they're like, okay, maybe now he's the guy. Whereas before you were thinking, oh, they're just gonna they're tanking for a draft pick. They're gonna try to go after, you know, somebody the following year in the in the lottery picks. But I don't know. It was just it was weird. I thought I I was thinking last night, oh, we're looking at like a 42-0. I can switch over, watch House of the Dragon. But it was not the case. They, I guess, they took their foot off the gas and let the let Cooper Rush, you know, do what he does, and that's deal. Yeah, that's what he does. <laughs> Three interceptions. That was the worst first half. I felt it was bad. ugly. Yeah, he was. He was. Uh, he was clearly not ready for that uh, Philly crowd on a on a night primetime game. Thinking about the fact that they sent Ben Denucci into that same atmosphere. Granted, the stakes weren't nearly as high, but that's where Denucci got his like one and only start. Like. Makes me feel so bad for that guy looking back on it. Cause that was like a Garrett Gilbert, Ben DiNucci, like split start. Basically uh, the depths have been pretty low for the Cowboys at quarterback outside of Dak. <laughs> KJ Jalen hurts. Good or bad. I think Jalen hurts is very, very good. Uh, I don't think that he's like good enough to where you can put him on any team and be successful. I don't think he's, you know, good in the way like that. Lamar Jackson is good where you feel like his skill set is so elite that he can it's worth building the rest of the team around him um i think seeing what the eagles did to realize like hey you need more than just a bunch of 510 fast wide receivers around this guy to be successful and getting aj brown like i think that helped um and their run game protects him a lot uh i was just doing a quick search to find you know okay what is the knock on jalen hurts depth of attempt it looks like last year he about 15% of his passes were over 20 yards in the air. That's down to like 6% this year, and his short yards pass, passing is, is up that by that difference, basically. Uh, there was a quote from Peyton Manning 
when uh, responding to Nick Sirianni's statement saying, we were watching a lot of film. We wanted him to be able to throw like Philip Rivers does. And Peyton responded, Philip couldn't run out of sight in a week. Why are you watch, having Jalen Hurts watch his film? And I love that line. I've never heard anyone reference that uh, in that manner. But uh, I don't know if y'all saw the clip of Jalen Hurts, not the clip, but the uh, graphic of his offensive coordinator situation, this being the first year since high school where he's had consecutive OCs. I did see that. I think that's always like important to remember with some quarterbacks. It is. But what was more impressive to see was like the list of OCs that he's had. Brian Dable at Alabama, Lane Kiffin at Alabama. Steve Sarkeesian. Uh, Sarkeesian as well. And then why am I completely blanking? Uh, Luke, Luke. Wow. What's uh, USC's coach? Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley. Thank you. Uh, Look, he's a all of these high quality head coaches, like as an OC. So he's got the not pedigree and uh, Doug Peterson somewhere in there as well. Were you going to say um, Luke Ridnauer? <laughs> no, no, no. I was going to say Luke Riley, but it didn't sound right. Okay. Um, all of these high quality coaches that he's had has had a presence around. Even if it's not a consistent system, I think he's had the ability to learn from a lot of people. So even if his skill set isn't great, that's a lot more to deal with than. You know what some of his uh, some other people you might compare him to have had. My official take on Jalen Hurts is this: he's a good quarterback, but there are a lot of things he can't do that other better quarterbacks can. Okay, all right. But if outside if, if, of if Pat they can Mahomes, win, if they can win with him just distributing the ball seven yards downfield to AJ Brown, Devontae Smith. That's fine. That's all he needs to do. And there, it's obviously a winning formula so far. Why can't Mike Tirico get past momentum? <laughs> I don't know if you guys realize here in the stadium, the momentum just shifted on that play. And I don't want to say it. We might have a game. I, dude, I counted from him alone five momentum drops yesterday. And then Collinsworth got in on it. I, I, I don't really Collinsworth care. Collinsworth does the thing I hate the most where he tries to like disclaimer it. I don't want to be the guy that talks about momentum, but I felt something change after this play. It just feels like something's different. That's my Collinsworth. I've not worked on it. I'll try. It Here's a guy. <laughs> God. I, I don't know. As a Cowboys fan, I would imagine, I would recommend, I'm not a Cowboys fan, I should say that, to Cowboys fans, I would recommend reminding yourself that even with Dak, I don't think the Cowboys were favored last night. Without Dak, they definitely weren't favored last night. And I think it's a weird feeling or a weird sentiment to see, like, as that game was going south, everyone was like, Cooper's not your guy. One pick was, like, you know, uh, off of a wide receiver's hands and then intercepted. If that Noah Brown catch stands, like, if their defense, you know, stops any up-the-middle runs last night, like, not everything was on Cooper. I'm not saying Cooper's your guy, but it was weird to like package it all and saying like, oh, if Dak was there, we'd win by 20. It's not a Quinn Ewers situation. No, I agree with that. And that one, that last interception, he was hit as he's throwing the ball, and you can't really um, tally that up to just a bad throw. But yeah, I did any. I, I feel like it's so funny, man, because you you don't really. I guess maybe we don't talk to people that actually were like, oh, dude, Cooper Rush, dude, you got to ride the hot hand. 
but that narrative gets like thrown out on like the you know ESPN's the the, the burnt pizza show or whatever it is, and <laughs> like it becomes a thing to where they're even talking about it last night, and I'm like, who's actually believe? Nobody actually believes that. It's insane. That coming back for what the Lions and the Jags, right? Question mark. Lions next week, I think. Yeah, Jags the following week, if I'm not mistaken. Jags are definitely in the next three weeks. I, I think that's a great situation to uh, to be in. Um, I'm I'm all I've heard all about I can about Dak's ability to grip a ball, and then cut to commercial and hearing about Dak's ability to get all eight hours of power sleep <laughs> while wearing a fucking duster and watch him get tackled by the Real Housewives or whatever. <laughs> God, which the ladies' calves look absurd in that commercial. Next time you see it, like it goes I, full I know, thigh I make, straight to ankle. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I'm an ankle guy. <laughs> uh, Robbie Anderson uh, kicked out of the game yesterday by interim head coach Steve Wilkes. Traded today to the Cardinals because Hollywood Brown is uh, potentially out for the year. I. Don't know that I've ever had a strong opinion on him, but he definitely seems like somebody who has uh, uh, a desire to be heard more than he's uh, seen, like being very good. He had like one or two good years in New York. and He's a good waiver wire plug-and-play pickup if you need him. To oh, get, yeah. If you need eight points. Yeah, and that's all. I mean, when I, when I saw this, I'm like, is he good enough to be throwing these tantrums? Like, I get that he's not happy there, but like... What was the reason for the tantrum? He wasn't getting... Looks or what? I think he's just been he going into the season like just frustrated. Didn't believe in Matt Rule. Probably didn't believe in Baker. Um, and, weird, yeah, right, Matt so. Rule was his college coach. Who? Matt Rule was his college coach at Temple. Oh. And then Sam Darnold being brought back uh, was not something he was happy about either because he was very happy to not have Sam Darnold. Right. 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 Okay. Yeah, I don't know, but I got to give a shout out to the uh, Panthers organization for trading him the next day, like and not letting that fester. Not Seriously. Let, like that's that's pretty impressive. I don't. I feel like you don't see that kind of turnaround on on something like that. Yeah, they got Arizona on the line like as the game was ending, which I yeah. I don't know what the what they got in return, but I don't know. Yeah, Steve Wilkes was previously employed by the Cardinals, so I imagine there's some sort of connection that led to it being there. Uh, we've already talked through good or not, I guess, outside of the Vikings. Um, any quick thoughts on Kirk Cousins, his chains, or the Vikings being good at 5-1? and one? He's just such a cool guy who I think everybody likes. You like that? Yeah. He's Famously. That. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. The Vikings are like the sneakiest 5 Well, No, I guess nobody can be sneakier 5-1 and one than the Giants, but the Vikings are sneaky 5-1 and one as well. Um, First-year head coaches, too. Yeah. No, I don't know, man. Um, it's last thing on the Cowboys. Your backup went. You went what four and one with your backup? No, three and one with your backup. Four, That's phenomenal. Four and one. Four and one. Four and one. They're they're four and yeah, two. All of their wins. Yeah. Four and one with your backup, and that's insane. It's insane to me. So, I don't know. I'm not going to let last night ruin uh, the, my uh, Cooper Rush experience completely. But whatever. I got some good news. Hope you're talking about DraftKings. Hockey fans. It's finally time to hit the ice again. And thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
You're in for the season of a lifetime. New customers can bet $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets if they win. I mean, we were just talking. We were talking with Brett about the, our stars, your nights. 3-0. Both off to hot starts. I'm all over that. Betting hockey is a lot of fun. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger bet payouts with same-game parlays, combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code WASHED. Bet $5 on any NHL game or any NHL team, excuse me, to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. That's code WASHED at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions do apply. See show notes for details. All right, KJ, you're the resident seam head here. Break down every series for us and what we can look forward to. Here's 30 seconds on baseball. The Astros have done it again. I don't know how I became a like very, very brief um, Mariners fan, but somewhere in their 17 inning loss, it was very, very difficult not to be like, man, these people have been sitting around with no alcohol at all watching their team try to take down the Astros or at least, you know, buy themselves another day and they couldn't quite get it done. Um, at some point you got to give credit to the Astros at points, not today, but kudos to them in six straight ALCS appearances. Um, Philly and the Padres, we get some Nick Castellanos, uh, presence in the, uh, NLCS real tough, uh, outing for the Dodgers and the Braves being bounced. And then, uh, we got a game five. So a reminder that baseball is absolutely stupid with the first series being a best of three, the second being a best of five, and then two best of seven series. So uh, pivotal Guardians-Yanks game. I hated to see my Padres take down my Dodgers, but I was happy for you, Darvish. Always root for you. Will always be one of my all-time faves. Yeah, he cut a raw deal with the whole uh, the opposing team knowing what he was throwing situation. The Astros just needed that Iowa State savant. Maybe he could have. They could have avoided the the uh, whole banging on a trash can thing. I hate that the Astros are good, but they're really good. Oh, they're, they're very really good. good. Then they've got a young guy, Pena, who's uh, quite fun to see as well. Julio Rodriguez is exciting. If you ever uh, find yourself without enough things to do that you're watching baseball, and then also repl- you know, multiply that, and you're going to get a chance to watch the Mariners. Julio Rodriguez for the Mariners, quite entertaining. Are we uh are we on a collision course with the uh, U Darvish redemption against the Astros in the World Series? I hope so. We need to go, I need to go back and count and I'm sure it the surgery he had and Fernando Tatis like the, it's, there's no chance he's back or off suspension but I'm pretty sure he had like a 40 game suspension. And I think it was more than that. It wasn't more than that. Was it like it was the a, next level? Because it goes it like forty and then eighty I think or ninety. It was around half a half a seasonish in games, okay. something He's like gone. that. It was a big, yeah, it was a big time suspension. I mean, well, as well as they're playing, that, that's, that's without Tatis in the lineup. That's a yeah. that's a very talented team. Uh, yeah, 80, big, 80 games, eighty games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, got him, he got him. You're right. You're right. 40, yeah, I'm 80, pulling for the Yankees tonight. I want to see Yankees and Astros face off in the ALC, ALCS. That those are teams that still hate I, each other after 
what went down in the ALCS years ago with the whole cheating scandal. So I hope that happens. Uh, also, the Yankees have the best chance to knock the Astros off. We'll see. I can't ride with the Guardians. I just I think it's a trash name. <laughs> it is. It's just bad. And I know the other name was bad. I guess I, I don't know. The logo was bad, but it's just you got to do something better. You get a chance. It's like every kid's dream. You get to name a sports franchise. You get to do something fun and like something dope, like a, a sick animal that fucks shit up. The Guardians of the Galaxy. Ugh. Come on. Ugh. Give me a break. Let's sports party. Time to party. This is the part of the pod where we party and podcast at the same time. Got a little clip for you, fellas. Right off the top, because I can't avoid talking about those who we've lost, uh, except for this time, it's not me. Same guy that said Josh Allen was clear, clearly the best guy in his draft class. When and I said mm, Baker I Mayfield is overrated as hell. Do you guys want to remember I said that? And I also said Daniel Jones would be the second quarterback drafted when he came out ahead of this guy, this Haskins that everybody raved about, that I knew would struggle in the National yes. Football League. God the reason I'm basing, I know it, and that's that's, that's yeah. I shouldn't have said it, but I, I'll that, say this: I only base it on 30 years coach. What did Stephen A. say? Well, God, God rest his soul. Uh, and Michael Irvin sitting there uh, is at it, the same table. <laughs> I, I don't want to like be insensitive here, but is it okay to talk about someone who's passed if the context is about like the sport in which they played? Yeah, it's because wildly unnecessary to remind people you said he would be terrible at his job. He, he like, did use the word terrible. Did he? Maybe like overrated. The, or I think something. he said I not mean, ready for the NFL or would would not. I, don't know. I mean, I don't think we what he said it, is though. like so so bad. No, I mean, yeah, it was he. He clearly like wasn't if thinking wanted, about the fact that the guy had just passed away. If you want to do it, you could just be like, "Yeah, I always thought who was he talking about Baker or no, whoever is talking about like, oh yeah, oh better, Daniel better. Jones, Daniel Jones. Yeah, I think he would end up being a better pick than Haskins. It was just kind of like this guy, this yeah. Haskins guy. I think he even did air quotes, didn't he? Yeah, and yeah. it's, just, it's like just, that's his actual last name, by the way. And all of it is just made so much worse um, when you see the visual and see Rex Ryan's insanely white teeth. Why did he go with the uh, the insanely white teeth? It, <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. He he obviously got veneers, but he went like they're just too. They're like cartoonish. You know, drink a glass of wine or something, yeah, dude. Geez. Fucking dim it down. I might have to put my blue light blockers on to talk to you. <laughs> Looks ridiculous. They bring him the always very awkward, like every tooth is a different shade of like yellow or natural, like look that you can add to the veneers. And he's like, no, nah, no, nah, fuck that. Just give me the first one. Like most I'm, people are like, you know what? I kind of want them to look real. He's like, no, nah, bolt those sons of bitches on. That's like a $60,000 mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that was not cheap. Uh, and you know what? Let me just say, whoever mention that god rest his soul he didn't have to do that it was Stephen a i'm pretty he sure made it a little and bit and michael irvin they both fell over themselves to jump in line to say oh well and and all all respects to the families <laughs> yeah i mean yeah i mean to talk about him as like not a good quarterback i you know you need to be sensitive in the way you deliver that but i do think it's in bounds to say the guy's riffing yeah you could have just said best in his draft i i would have thought he was the best in his class because Again, Daniel Jones was only drafted, I think, behind Haskins. So, or maybe those other guys were on the list, Baker, too. Was but it, still, just say that he, I thought he was the best in his class. Was it once Schefter, you get to the Haskins name? Was it Schefter with a really bad tweet about Haskins? 
When, when uh, that was it, one of them where he threw all of his stats in his death. Announcing that he Biggest like, boss while ever. announcing that he passed away, he also mentioned that he struggled like a, a great deal in the NFL. Like, dude, you don't have to say that. Yeah, we know, man. We follow the sport. <laughs> the guy's family's like dealing with his death right now. We don't need this in, in their face. Notably, had a completion percentage under twenty percent when passes were over twenty yards. <laughs> Um, we got to give a farewell. I hate to do something sad here in the sports party. This is the part where we party and talk uh, sports. But former executive VP of football ops for the Texans, Jack Easterby, is out. That guy stinks. You seem to be from God because you're doing some miracles and you're walking on water and all that stuff. Like, that's a pretty good deal. By the way, y'all think Jesus, like, paused on water and, like, Shout out to the fish. <laughs> uh, that's funny right there. I laugh at that all the time. I'm like, man, you know, Jesus walking on water like, hey, what's up, fish? Right. One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. You know what I'm saying? I mean. Y'all, hey, turn your mics back up. They want the people to hear you laugh. How do you not fire him <laughs> right when you that clip is made public? Dude, who who fell for that? Who, who fell for that? Who let that? Who, who thinks that's funny? Wasn't he the team okay. chaplain? And this is at a church like speech. I should say this isn't at like hard knocks him speaking to a locker room. He would have got sermon. shit thrown at him. This was at like a uh, lock in type Wednesday night at the church situation. If you're saying who's falling for that, I'm only gonna play the first few seconds of this because we do get some egregious uh, buy in. And then like you go down to the Midwest, right? Like you get you get into the like the Bobby's world, don't you know? Like you get into the don't you know? Like don't you know we're playing Minnesota? Like Minnesota here in the crowd, so everybody's chanting about Minnesota, don't you know? And I know we're down 15, but don't you know we're gonna come back, don't you know? Offensive. <laughs> and then like you get down to Texas, right? And the belt buckles come out. I mean, they just all have right the can't help it, right? And that's the part that kills me. Somebody chimes in and says, I got one on right now. And I'm like, yeah, you got a belt buckle on? Congrats, That bro. is the lowest none of these, form of comedy. None of these things even happened. It's lower than podcasting. These things, they, they don't happen. <laughs> no. You might see like a couple guys in with belt buckles. That That is bad. That would be bad if, if that was like Southwest Texas University's orientation speaker. <laughs> That's that fact that that man was put in like a position of power on an NFL franchise that's, blows my effing that guy mind. Doesn't have a single friend, and, okay. unless they're trying to use him for his status to get like dope tickets or something. No one likes that guy. Um, I think dope Texans ticks. <laughs> Gotta get to the Davis Mills show. <laughs> oh, that franchise. Well, good for them. They got rid of this jackass. Oh. Yes. Shout out to shout out to his family. Oh, uh, this here gives us this opportunity, though. That's funny, right there. Okay, you, you know your joke misses when you follow up with "That's funny, right there." Just let people know that's that that right was there. in fact a joke that you just shared with everybody. <laughs> What's the deal with the Titans getting domed, KJ? Oh, the city of Nashville, which you know is always at the bottom of like cities for tourism and just completely lacks reasons to go visit the city. Nobody ever wants to move there. It's not like constantly ranked to top places that people want to go to, uh, has decided to agree to, or at least the mayor has, uh, agreed to a $2.2 billion, uh, new stadium for the Tennessee Titans that will have a dome on it, which Nashville's weather is sneaky. Like not all that great in the fall and winter. Um, 
but the ownership is going to pay 800,000 or 800 million. Uh, the city putting up another 500 K and then the whole $1, one cent, whatever added to hotel taxes to pay up the rest. Uh, as I am one who was originally from the city of Arlington city that leads the nation and just giving money over to build stadiums. It makes sense because we're Arlington. We don't have shit else. It's all we got. Like, please stop in our city is like our, our motto. Nashville doesn't need to do this bullshit, but they are. So shouts to them. Can I say what I'm about to say is not going to make a lot of sense, but <laughs> I think the tight, the Titans, they need to play in a dome. They're the most dome like team, the Titans. Like, when I think of team, like when I think of teams playing in the dome, I think of like the future. Even though it's they've been around for a long, long time, <laughs> but the Titans, you see what I'm saying? They're not like a grid. Okay, first of all, they're a relatively new franchise. Obviously, Oilers move there, whatever. Uh, you know, they're not they're not like an outdoor grinded out team. I'm just when I when I think of Titans, I think they need to be in a dome. None of that makes sense. I really have no reasoning as to why. But it's when their, I think of that, like logo and branding, is it? It looks robotic. Yeah, or like future. You know what I mean? It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying, man? <laughs> it looks like a generic like default setting on a video game or something. Okay. You know, like, all right, this is terrible. I got to change this, but like that's what they give you to start off with. Okay. In the same folder as the Guardians logo. <laughs> what I just said is really probably bad and dumb, but I just There's had to put there. it out there. There's something there. I'm going to work through it. It's half-baked. Well, it'll be full-baked here in a couple of weeks when I bring it back. I just don't think of Nashville as a dome city, though. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'll save all the uh, reply guys from telling you that Derrick Henry is like the epitome of grind-out wins. We get it. Rabel, hard nose, whatever. That's like three years of their – 25 year history. It's more the uniforms for me. It's the aesthetic. The aesthetic is uh, attached to domes. That's what I mean. Like the Browns, you wouldn't say the Browns need to never be in a dome. Fair. Titans. Fair. Anyway, that Are we was a good more sports Chuck point. Or what? Huh? We're we getting more Chuck. Chuck, 10 year deal. North a hundred mil. Love me some Chuck. Did he leverage the live tour stuff with the, the to get that uh get that big payday? He was going to get it anyway, but remember, he was like saying, for the right price, good for him. I want to point out that the the headline today is that said, uh, Barkley shelves retirement talk signs, you know, $140 million deal or whatever, $140 million deal. And I'm like, if he pivoted from using the live tours leverage on to like, you know what, I'll just retire, like... Shouts to his agent for just saying, we'll play any card we need to fucking pay us. And they did it as they should have. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And lastly, I did see this story as well that uh, Buffalo Bills safety, Jordan Poyer uh, had a collapsed lung, but was cleared to play. Doctors were concerned about the pressurization inside of the cabin of the airplane. So they wanted him to fly to the game. So the bills arranged for he and his family to drive from Buffalo to Kansas City in a van. I assume like a big van. Uh, there and back. He played 100% of the snaps. Got four tackles. It is a contract year. Uh, and he asked for a new contract in the offseason. Hadn't received it. So it is kind of a big year for him. Damn. Love it. Still John Madden method, man. Yeah. Remember that? 15 hours is mm -hmm. too long. Big bus guy. Big bus guy. As someone who just did four hours. Afraid uh, to fly. Each way. 
I follow you. You see? Yeah, I do. That's what I said. I followed you. Jeez. <laughs> Good for him. That's a cool story. That is a cool story. I'm glad that he was able to play the entire game and still had a good game. It would have been terrible for him to get there. And I don't know, like an elbow contusion knocks him out in the first quarter. <laughs> now you can't drive home and your elbow fucking hurts. Like, and they got the win. So all boxes were checked. It was a positive experience, except I would have been like, Hey team, can you just say like for COVID reasons, I don't want my whole family in the, bus van for 15 hours like maybe this is a solo gig facts you need a cryo chamber let's run <laughs> it back shit my ass you ready to run it back already all right let's do it of course run it back is a segment during which we talk about what we already talked about the golden knights are unsurprisingly three now it surprised everyone we in the had, room. we had to teach brett today because he didn't know that our logo is not a nacho it is, in fact, a chip that's been dipped in queso. Two different things. Very big difference there. Smokey, Tennessee's mascot, is a blue tick coonhound and just a dope dog all around, Dave. Cool dog. Brett's new Seggy, steaming or creaming, <laughs> set to debut next week. It's a big hit. Uh, Penn State got butt-fucked. Jesus. A direct quote by our friend Will DeFreeze, who I'm sure is really happy <laughs> we've... He? We've discussed this at length on this podcast. Randy's going to do some editing here in the next couple of days. Jalen Hurts Dude, is fine. family photo. Jalen Hurts is fine. He's good. he's good at what he does. And finally, Dave got dome in Nashville. Oh, I don't know who added that. Is that true? What'd you get in Dallas? That's pretty. That's pretty. Uh, that's pretty irresponsible of you. That concludes. Run it back. That's interesting, man. I, I feel like I can go back and see who edited this document. More than me, man. I don't do stuff like that. <laughs> Shout out to our sponsors, Vizzy Hard Seltzer and DraftKings. Shout out to Brett for hopping on. Shout out to KJ for just bringing the heat. Hey, shout out to you, Davey. Shout out to me for having one of the best Titans takes of the season. People will be talking about that for years. Dylan was here, too. I was here. Uh, I'll put it up there on the mantle with uh, us hearing about the – Old Miss three down lineman defense that was giving up a lot of yardage in their win this weekend. A facts that we definitely needed. <laughs> all right, let's go. Your bye bye. Milkshake. Fight, drink it up. Bring them dips.